we need more of the Word. I'm convinced more now, if there's ever been an hour, we've always needed it. But if there's ever been an hour, preacher, Brother Wayne, where we need God's men to sound the Word of God, it's in the day, man. In the Joshua chapter number 6, we're going to read verse 1 down through verse number 5 tonight. Very, very familiar scripture, but please don't let that rob you of what... I'm glad I'm familiar with the Word of God tonight. Amen. Listen to verse number 1. The Bible says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. I'll read that one more time so you'll see that. Now Jericho was straightly shut up. Why? Why was Jericho shut up? Because of the children of Israel. Well, why? What what they do? It ain't what they did. But can I tell you, it's what God did in their lives. They, they heard about that God who parted the, red, the Jordan, Jordan River and they walked across on dry ground. They heard about what God did for them in the wilderness. Right. They shut up because they know what their God's done for them. It says this, none went out, none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets and ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. For the last several weeks, we've been looking through the book of Joshua. And we've made emphasis about the text that we have read tonight several times. About this battle, the battle of Jericho. The walls of Jericho. You know the old kid song. The walls of the Jericho come tumbling down. We've heard it in. We've heard. We've heard many preachers preach. We've heard uh, songs wrote about it. But I want to take this thought tonight and know that when we look here in verse number one, now Jericho was straightly shut up because the children of Israel none went out, none came in. And listen to what the Lord said unto Joshua: See, I have given into thine hand Jericho. If the Lord be in my helper, this is what I want to preach on tonight. On your Jericho has got to go. Your Jericho has got to go. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, God, you touch us tonight. God, we do thank you, Lord, for how you've already helped us, how you've already ministered our heart. Lord, we can leave right now and say it's been good to be in the house of God. Lord, I pray now you take your word. I pray it go forth in power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. God, give us that which we stand in need of tonight. And Lord, we'll give you the glory. We'll give you the praise for what you do now. In your precious name, we ask all these things. Amen and amen. Jericho has got to go. When we look at this, we understand Jericho 
is the place that stands between them and going further with God. Jericho is that city that we know as the walls of Jericho stand high. It stands between them and going further the conquer of the land that God has given them. And can I say to you tonight, I don't know what it might be, your Jericho may not be a walled city. Your Jericho may not be walls higher than you are. But your Jericho may be something else in your life uh, that, listen, friend, stands between you and being all that you can be uh, for the Lord Jesus. And can I say tonight that whatever your Jericho is, if it's standing between you and doing the will of God, I want you to hear me tonight. Your Jericho has got to go. Can I say to you tonight, Jerichos, we find uh, that they, they're, they're built. We find that they stand tall. And we see that the children of Israel had their own Jericho that they had to face. Yeah. Can I say it to you, in the walk of God, it's not a matter of if you're going to face Jerichos. It's a matter of when you're going to face Jerichos. You may not ever have to face a city like Jericho. You may never have to face walls like Jericho. But you will find some obstacles in your walk with God that looks like within your own strength. You can't conquer it. You can't overcome it. But I want to remind you tonight, it's not you to even do it anyways. But thank God greater is He that's within us than He that's within the world. Jericho's got to go. What we find here, we see that when we read the book of Joshua, it's leading up to Joshua chapter number 6, this battle of Jericho. When I think about Jericho, I give you three things tonight and we'll be done. When I look at Jericho and the fact that it's got to go, I want you to notice tonight the obstruction of Jericho. If I could say it like this, the building of Jericho. When we read the Word of God, it said Jericho was straightly shut up because the children of Israel, none went out, none came in. You look at verse number 3, And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about it, the city once, thus shalt thou do six days. When you begin to look at this obstruction of Jericho, they tell me archaeologists have gone to that area and they've surveyed that land and they've looked at the rocks and the stones and they said that when they begin to survey that area and look at the, the history of Jericho and the walls of Jericho, they say that there was multiple walls that was there at Jericho. When you begin to study it out, they said that there would be the first wall. If you was to look at Jericho, there'd be one wall. And that first wall would stand at a 15 feet high, 15 feet tall. And then they said there'd be a supporting wall that would stand an additional 20 feet behind that wall. They said there'd be a large embankment and then there'd be another wall. It was so big that they said this about the walls of Jericho. They said the walls of Jericho were so big that they would even race their chariots around those walls of Jericho. I want to say this, if you're able to race your chariot around some walls, somebody help me, those are some big old walls. You say, I don't know, I don't know if them walls are real big. Well, how about this? Explain to me how you're going to build a house on small walls. 
You say there's houses built on the walls. Does not the Bible say Rahab built her house on the wall? And if somebody's able to build a house on the wall, that lets me know that's a pretty big old wall. They said this, they went on to say, they said about this exterior wall, it stood at 30 feet. And then they said, and then another 20 feet. And then they said this, there'd been an embankment, an interior wall that stood 55 feet tall. And then another interior wall that stood at another 55 feet tall. I don't know, understand how they know all this, but we're just going to go with it. Sounds real good. Amen. But they said that when you begin to survey, if you begin to look at it, they said if you was to estimate it all up, they said it would stand seven stories high. I don't know about y'all, but that's a big old wall. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but Jericho is a big old place. Now, I understand some people would say, have you to believe that Jericho was just this humongous place, but I will remind you that though it was big, it couldn't have been too big because the children of Israel walked around it once a day. Right. Bless you, Lord. And as we know, that though it was big, they, but they were still able to walk around it at least once a day. But regardless of that, Jericho is a big place. Talking about the obstruction of Jericho. I thought about this tonight. When it comes to your Jericho, when it comes to my Jericho, and whatever that may be, I believe we can say tonight that when you begin to survey that, when you begin to look at it, you'd say, Preacher, it may not real be, real be real big to everybody else, but my Jericho is really big to me. It's something that's standing between me and doing what God has for me to do. Can I say the obstruction of Jericho? I noticed the period of Jericho. What do you mean? I believe you'd agree with me this evening. That when he come to Jericho, the building of it, I believe it's safe to say Jericho wasn't built to the day. Right. I think it's safe to say Jericho wasn't built in a week. Right. I think it's even safer to say that Jericho wasn't built in a month. I believe back in those days especially, I don't even believe it was built in a year. But I believe this is a, this is a Jericho that has taken time to build. It's taken days. It's taken weeks. It's taken months, and I even believe insurmountable years have gone into building Jericho. You say, preacher, what are you trying to say? I'm saying that this is not some insignificant place, but this is something that's been building up over a period of time. And I want to say to you tonight, your Jericho may not be a problem. It may have come in the day like it did in Job's life. It came on the day that this happened. It fell on the day that that happened. This happened in a day. We understand problems all happen in a day. But who all would agree with me? Problems don't always leave in a day. But they build up over time. And those problems that might have showed up in a day end up having the tendency to stay a whole lot longer. See, problems of life, if they're not rightfully dealt with, they're not just going to go away. But they're going to get bigger. They're going to get bigger. They're going to get bigger. And bigger. You know why? Because over a period of time, they don't get smaller, they get bigger. I'm reminded of a story about this man and woman who, one time, they were really close in their marriage and they loved each other. They couldn't separate them. But they had something come between their marriage, a wage. And they got to where they basically, just through bitterness, they couldn't stand each other. And it had gotten so bad. That it had gotten down to the point where they wouldn't even communicate with each other. They resorted to writing it down on paper. 
So one day the wife walks in and she looks on the coffee table and sits there on the coffee table says these words right here. I'm going to bed. I got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and if you can help it, can you please make sure that I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning? Bless the Lord. She says, okay. Man wakes up, looks at his clock next morning, it's 8.35. He said, my goodness, I'm two and a half hours late for work. He jumps up out of the bed. He said, what's wrong with that crazy woman? I know she saw that note. Why in the world didn't she wake me up? He goes out of that coffee table, and lo and behold, there's a note. And it's not the note he wrote, but this is what it said. Dummy, it's 6 o'clock. Get up. Amen. Can I say to you, a marriage like that just doesn't get that way overnight. But can we tell you what happens in marriages? Something that may sound small, if it's not rightfully dealt with, it'll begin to progress. It'll begin to get worse. And you know what it'll do? It'll start to get bigger. It'll start to get bigger. That's the reason why you ought to deal with it when it's small. Because if it gets too big, it can end up destroying everything you love. Can I tell you, there's the period of Jericho. But then I thought about this. The people of Jericho. Notice this. It was not the children of Israel who built Jericho. That's pretty deep, is it not? Brother Paul, they didn't build Jericho. Somebody else built Jericho. Somebody else had built Jericho. And let me say this. The Jericho that was built by somebody else had started to stop. The children of Israel. Can I say to you tonight, your, your Jericho may not be something you build. Yeah. Hear me tonight, it may be what somebody else has done to you. See, children of Israel, they didn't build Jericho, but they're having to deal with Jericho. They didn't have no hand in building Jericho, but Jericho's standing between them. And I believe we're living in a generation where there's a lot of people that are saying, I just can't go on with God because of what somebody else has done against me. Oh, can I say to you this evening, if you're going to let people stop you, you mark it down, you ain't going to go far far with God because there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be people I stand between you and God. But you got to make your mind up. Come hell or high water. I'm not doing this for the popularity of the brethren. I'm doing this for the smile and the favor of God upon my life. See, they didn't build Jericho, but they had to deal with Jericho. Your Jericho tonight may not be something you did. Maybe something somebody else did to you. I was thinking, went back church we used to attend. It's still not gotten any better, Brother Donnie. It breaks my heart. There's a family in that church that the mom is doing her dead level best to raise her children to serve God. Brother Wayne, I mean, she is doing, she's faithful to church, she's there, she brings those kids, she loads them up in the car. But this is what she has to deal with. She has to deal with a husband. Every time she goes back, he all the time is fussing at her because she's going to church. She's all the time doing this. And she's trying to serve God. You know what them children are having to face? They're having to face the Jericho they didn't build. They're having to deal with problems that they had nothing to do with. But you better hear me. Though they didn't build that Jericho, that Jericho is dealing with them. Your Jericho tonight, friend, may not be something you built. Maybe something somebody else built. If you ain't careful, that thing will come between you and God. There was the people of Jericho. How about the power of Jericho? What do you mean? I remind you that the children of Israel, even though they've got a warrior in Joshua, even though they've got a military mind like Joshua, 
And what we preached on this morning, when the captain of their salvation, when the Lord appeared himself unto Joshua, I'm telling you, Joshua was a military-minded man. But hear yeah. me, hear me well. He's been leading a bunch of pilgrims through the wilderness. Bless you, Lord. He's not leading the military army. Yeah. He's leading a bunch of men that all they know how to do is wander in the wilderness. Yeah, they've had to deal with battles, but they ain't never had to deal with no Jerichos. Yeah. All they know is, manna comes down in the morning, we eat that manna, and we just keep following that cloud by day and that pillar of fire by night. That's all we know to do. When they say stop, we stop. When they say go, we go. And we just do what we're told. And that's what they did for all those years. But now they're at the battle of Jericho. You say, what does that mean? On the other side of that Jericho, no doubt is a ruthless bunch. On the other side of that Jericho, is no doubt a crowd that's vicious, a crowd that's wicked, a crowd that's ungodly, a crowd that no doubt is a whole lot stronger than they are. It's a whole lot bigger than they are. It's a whole lot mightier than they are. But oh, you know what God's doing? God's bringing them to Jericho. Hope somebody hears me tonight. God's bringing them to Jericho because He's not going to show their might. He's not going to show their power. But I'm telling you what God's about to do. God's about to flex His muscles and reveal to Jericho that great is God of Israel. Can I say to you tonight, the reason why God brings you to Jericho's, hear me, it's not so you can reveal to the world how good you are. No. But that God might reveal through you how good He is. Amen. Can I say to you tonight, when you face the Jericho, that's just an opportunity for God just to flex His muscles and show you and show everyone else around you that it ain't about you. It ain't about Jericho, but it's about our God. And can I say to you, thank God that I'm glad that our God knows how to conquer our Jerichos. Your Jericho may be big, but you're ready for this. Your God's bigger. Amen. Your Jericho may stand seven stories high, but you want to know something? Your God in height, no man can measure it. That's right. You ever thought about how big your God is? I'll give you a little bit of Bible. You want some Bible to know how big your God is? Say this about our God. Say the earth is his footstool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What you hike your feet up on is a little old bench. God hikes his feet up on the earth. Yeah. Say this. The earth is his footstool. Heaven is his throne. Yeah. Pray for this. And the clouds. Or the dust of his feet thereof. You say it's real, real cloudy right now in my life. I haven't seen the sun shine since I can't tell when. It's real cloudy. Well, you know what I remind you of this? If it's cloudy, the Bible said the clouds are the dust of his feet thereof. And if the clouds are the dust of his feet thereof, you know what that lets me know? If it's real cloudy in your life, that just lets me know somewhere Jesus has been walking through your life. And can I say to you, that's how big that our God he is. Said this. That he traces out the rivers in the palm of his hands. Yeah. Said this, the governor shall be upon his shoulder. Right. I'm just reminding you tonight, we serve a big old God. Yeah. And no matter how big your Jericho is, your God's a whole lot bigger. Right. Hey, man, there's the obstruction of Jericho. Let me hasten on tonight. I see, secondly, there's the observation of Jericho. What we find now is though we've seen how big Jericho is, and you would agree with me tonight, Jericho is a big old place. Jericho is insurmountable. Jericho is in their own self. They can't beat it. But now we're going to see how they respond to it. Can I say to you tonight, it does matter how you respond to your Jericho. It does matter 
Listen, you can't help when Jericho, because I understand that if we're not careful, we can build our own Jerichos. We'll look at that more in the days ahead. But you, you, if you ain't careful, you can create your own Jericho. But what you're facing tonight may not be something that I've already said, what you've done. But regardless, it may be what somebody else has done to you. You cannot help somebody else's actions. But you can handle how you react to somebody else's actions. How are they going to respond to Jericho? I see four responses that I believe we find in our own life if we're not careful. There's four ways I believe you can view your Jericho. I thought about this, Brother Josh. There's the cowardly view of Jericho. What's the cowardly view of Jericho? Well, the cowardly view of Jericho is this. Now, when you come to your Jericho, you say, well, this is the big old wall. My goodness. They said it was big. Woo! They didn't say it was this big. My stars. I mean, look at that. Good gracious. Well, I guess now, all I know to do is I can't go over that. I can't go under that. God won't let us go around that. You know what I'll do? I'll just go back. How many times did the children of Israel say, wish we had stayed in Egypt? How many times they say it was better in Egypt? Can I just say any time when we take that cowardly view that it's a whole lot better to turn around and go back? Can I just say this? People that turn around and go back are a dime a dozen. People that turn around and go back. That's what John, First John said. They, yeah. they went out with us, but they did not continue with us. Why? Because they were not of yeah, us. Right. If they had been with us, they would have continued with us. Yeah, Can right. I say to you, we're living in an hour where there's a lot of people that will walk with God, so to speak, as long as everything's going their way. Yeah. But when Jericho appears and they realize that's not yeah, going to be a walk so in the park, when they realize it ain't always going to be easy, this is what they do. See you later. I'm a Going back to where I came from. But that's the cowardly view. Child of God, we ought not have that view tonight. Oh, I want to say greater is already said it. Greater is He that's within us than He that's within the world. I want to say thank God though our problems are real and though our problems are big. I want to say our God is so much bigger than the problems we face. There's the cowardly view. Let's just turn around. Let's just go back. Thought about this. There's the complacency view. And this is what we're seeing a lot in this hour. Yes. Right. Well, you know what? While Jericho's in our way, my goodness, we can't get around. We can't do to get by this. I'll tell you what we'll do. We ain't going back. It's a long ways back there. I mean, there's Jordan River back there. Bless the Lord. You know, we can't swim. We can't go back and swim across Jericho. Jordan River, my goodness. That's what they say. But you know what? We may not be where God wants us to be. But we ain't where we used to be. Bless the Lord. Because you know what? Remember over there just on the other side of the hillside? That was pretty good land. I mean, you know what? God appeared over there. God will be with us out there. Let's go back over there. You know what? Hey, God, you know what? I understand we're not taking everything you want us to have, but hey, we got a whole lot further than what we used to be. Bless you. We're not in Egypt no more. This is not another taskmaster. Taskmaster. We don't cross the Jordan River. Hallelujah. Let's just park right here. Let's just stay right here. There's only one problem with that. Maybe what God told them to do. See, we're living in a day where people say, you know what? 
I ain't as bad as they are. And I don't do what they do. And I'm more faithful than they are. And I do this and they don't do this. I teach and they don't teach. I do this. Let me ask you this. When did so-and-so ever become your measuring tape for your walk with God? That's right. When did what somebody else did, does or don't do ever become the reason and the motivation why you do what you do? Can I say to you this afternoon, what you do for God, oh, listen, thank God you do it to be a blessing to other people, but regardless of somebody else does or not, regardless if they do or don't, you ought to do what you do because that's what God has called you to do. Let me just say this tonight because it needs to be said. If I measure myself up to some, I might look real good. If I measure myself up to others, I might look real bad. But here you know my measurement. Right. But I'll say this, no matter how great a Christian you think you are, when you measure yourself up by the one who is the measuring stick, then none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to say you'll find out that everybody underneath this people tonight has got grounds for improvement. Tell you this, the Bible said this, when we compare ourselves to one another, we're full. We're full. It ought not be our measuring tape. ought not be the church down the road. No. no. And say, well, you know what? I'm getting here right now. I mean, I know our church ain't great, but it's a lot better than theirs is. Bless you, Lord. Right. They say, hey, you know what? I mean, you'll go over here. You know what? I mean, I, I mean we got this. I got this. We can say this. A man that they can be standing better take heed. Everybody. Right. I want you to hear me. Hear me well tonight. Thank God for Mount Perry Baptist Church. In my opinion, there ain't a better one. Somebody say it. And I said it last Sunday and I said it again. A rooster that won't crow in his own barn, you ought to wring his neck and make dumplings out of him. I'm glad to be the pastor of Mount Perrin Baptist Church. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But you hear me and you hear me well. There have been greater churches than Mount Perrin Baptist Church that got to the point where they thought they had arrived. And you know what happened? They got some cold and complacent on God. And now they're just a shadow of what they used to be. That's right. They say it in Atlanta City. They say that there's a building. That now has been turned into a bar. That back in the day, years ago, they said it would be one of the main places. It used to be a church. And they said one of the greatest preachers in that area would pass to that church. And they said people from all over would come. And people were getting saved. They had, they had uh, homeless up and had all these things. Somewhere along the line, they got cold and indifferent on God. You know what happened? Now that's turned into a bar. Bless the Lord. Where wickedness and ungodly takes place. Let me just say this. The devil would love it no more way than when people drive by here. They look at Mount Perry Baptist Church and there ain't no church no more but it's some kind of place of ill repute. And they say, ha, ha, ha. I knew it wasn't real. I knew it was fake. And you better hear me hear me well. There is a real devil that's got us in his crosshairs. And it ain't time to get cold. It ain't a time to be complacent. But there's ever been a time that we need to march on with God. And there's ever been a time that we need to put our big boy breeches on. Our big boy boots on. It's in the day and hour we live in. Somebody say amen right there. You know what? I got to do some research. Brother Bruce and Brother Joshua like this. I got doing some research on some old songs that used to be sung in church hymns. Yeah. And you know what they had about it? We sing a lot of them still here. They had a military thing to them. Think about it. On the fire line. Yeah. March on. Uh, I, I, I go down for a minute. Songs that got a military. They used to call the church this. The church militant. Because you know what they would say? That the church. We just remind you tonight. We're an army. Right. Hey, man. We're in an army. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? It was all about marching home. 
It was all about being a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's all about being victorious. It's all about conquering the land. It's all about marching on. I tell you what, you do a lot of researching in the songs of the day. They ain't got no military things to do. But they got like, I'm like a leaf tossed in the wind. I fly back and forth. Hey, that may help you, but I'm telling you what we need this hour is we need to realize it ain't about some fuzzy feeling. It ain't about something that makes us get goosebumps. But God, God, it's about something that helps us in the wee hours of the night when the going gets tough and say, you know what? The Lord said there'd be days like this, but I didn't come to quit. I didn't come to walk out. I come to walk out. And as a child of God, we're going to drive our tent stakes down and say, by the grace of God, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to go on. I don't come too far to turn back now. Somebody help me. I don't come too far to go back. I don't come too far for the call for me to come back and go back where God's brought me from. I've already crossed some desert lands. I've already crossed some joists, some river banks. I didn't think I'd go. God's been good in my life. God's blessed me beyond my wildest dreams. I've just come by tonight. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. You just keep going. Let me say this, there's a cowardly view, there's a complacent view, there's a compromising view. Well, you know what we'll do? We can't go back. And we'll do. But tell you what Right, right. 
The Bible said this ministry itself in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. One man go, oh, skippy dip uh-oh. I already skipped it that's amen. If you're supposed to minister yourself in spiritual songs, what that lets me know? Not in song, spiritual. Bless the Lord. Uh-oh. Uh, One man said like this, hello, Tokyo. Yeah. If you're supposed to minister yourself in spiritual songs, then what, 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 what songs are not spiritual? Yeah. I mean, you said, preacher, you just made you out like it's black and white. Can I just say this, friend? When it comes to the Word of God, I'm glad the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing into the body and stuff. I'm a joint mark. This is the sermon of a thousand years into the heart. I just believe that, thank God, we line up with that Bible. God will bless what we're doing. Right, amen. I want to say this. It ain't God's will that we jump over it. It ain't God's will we dig under it. It ain't God's will we go around it. But by the grace of God, we say if God's brought us to it, He'll bring us through it. And we ain't going around it. We ain't jumping over it. We ain't getting under it. By the grace of God, we're going all through it. Say this, there's the complacent view, there's the compromising view. Hey man, there's the uh, there's the uh, compromising view, but thank God there is the courageous view. That's that view to where they said, you know what we're just gonna do? We're just gonna trust God, we're just gonna believe God. Go give me somebody that'll stand up and say, Preacher, we're just gonna walk with God. We yes. just don't believe God. We don't know how we're gonna make it. We've never been here before, but our God ain't left us, our God ain't brought us this far yeah. and forsaken us. But brother Keith, by the grace of God, we got Go carry on. Hey, man, I feel good tonight. Hallelujah. It may not be helping you, but it sure is helping me. I guarantee you it's better than anything you'll go home and watch on TV. Hey, man, it's almost as good as Andy Griffin. Somebody say amen. Hey, man. I said almost. Hey, man. That's funny. You can laugh. Amen. There's the obstruction of Jericho. There's the observation of Jericho. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring her down. But here's the outcome of Jericho. Something's going to happen to Jericho. God's going to give them some orders about Jericho. You ready for this? It's real deep. You ready for the first thing He tells them to do? He says, I want you to walk. Yeah. One time for six days around Jericho. Can you imagine Joshua being a military leader that he is? I mean, thankfully, you just use your imagination. He said, Lord, all right, Captain of the Lord's host, we're ready. You got your swords on, we got our swords on. Let's go. God be for us. Who can beat us? Hi, Lord, let's go. I got we got the archers ready. I mean they're gonna shoot their arrows. We got our we got our rams, we're gonna ram through them. We're gonna go through the wall. I mean we're gonna burn them down. I mean we're gonna knock them out. They ain't gonna stand a chance. They don't know we got God on our side. We're gonna march through them. That's what God says. That's what I want you to do. Yeah. First day? Imagine what Joshua's going to say, right? Yeah. Oh, Lord, you don't know how many people we got. We got a bunch of people. Bunch. You want me to tell you we're going to walk around Jericho? I didn't tell them we're going to have to walk across the river on dry land. I didn't tell them we got to build a monument. I didn't tell them. Don't hit me up right here. I didn't tell them grown men they had to go get circumcised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't did, did tell them that we can't, they're not going to get mad no more. I done told him uh, that, that, that I saw a man walking out uh, on the other side of the hill over there and it was Captain Lord's host. You never, you never appeared to me, you only appeared to me. What are we going to do? You going to tell me I got to walk around Jericho? Exactly what I want to say. All right, well, men, women, boys and girls, this is what we're going to do. 
Oh, no, we're ready, Joshua. We're ready. Don't turn around and say We're going to do it. God's going to give us a What are we going to do, Joshua? We're going to walk around here. Yeah. Bless the Lord. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> we're going to walk around here. All right, day one, they walk around here. Look here. Day two comes. All right, Joshua, Joshua, talks to the Lord. All right, Lord, here we go. We're going to conquer Jericho today. We're going to march over Jericho. We're going we're gonna to take our rams. We're going to ram through Jericho. We're going to do all this. Okay. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to walk around Jericho. Yeah. Really? We're going to do it again? All right. Day three. All right, Lord, what are we going to do? We're going to walk around Jericho. You know what I imagine about day four is that he probably got to figure this thing out. So, you know what? I don't have to ask what he's going to do on day four. Bless him, Lord. Yeah. I don't have to ask what we're going to do on day five. We're going to walk around Jericho. Yeah. Day six, I don't even believe. He probably even told the Lord. He probably just said, you know what? We're just going to walk around Jericho. He told us six days. And walk around. You say, what are you saying all that? That don't sound like that. That, 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 that doesn't sound so important to this walk. But can I say to you, having a walk with God is a whole lot bigger than you think it is. Right. Yeah. If walking was so easy, then why are there so many quitting from doing it? That's right. Yeah. Best thing you need to know the Bible talks about a man by many living. He had this testimony. That he what? That he what knocked down walls? No. That he conquered enemies? No. That he was good with the sword? No. That he shot arrows? No. That he killed a man on a snowy day? No. That he slew giants? No. He had this testimony. That he walked with God. Amen. Right. Don't ever minimize your walk with God because it's a whole lot bigger than you think it is. That's right. They were to walk. How about this? They were to walk. But they were to wait. Bible said this, walk around the wall six times for six days, but on the seventh day, do it seven times. But this is what he said on the seventh day. I don't want you to walk around and I don't want you to say a word. I want you to be quiet. Man. That may not seem like a real big miracle to you. Bless the Lord. I got three children. Now mind you, there were children of the fall in this room. And you're gonna look at your kids and say, We're gonna walk around the wall of Jericho seven times in one day. And y'all gotta be quiet while we do it. Yeah. I can't even get hey man. it's hard for me to be quiet on the way to church. Somebody help me. Bless the Lord. Hear me. You know what else is a miracle? Ladies, there was men in this crowd that had to be quiet. Men? There were women in this crowd that had to be quiet. Come on now, y'all don't make noise. That's a miracle. They got to be quiet. They can't say a word. Walk around walls. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Jericho? What are they doing? They're going to mess up in a termite and a yo-yo. Look at them. They're just walking around. I imagine they laughing. I imagine they saying, my goodness, what did their God have to do? Look at them. And y'all realize this Bible ain't boring. I mean, just about, put yourself there. Look at them. Look at them. There they go again. Look at them. My goodness. They done went two times, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times. Man, they're getting good at this thing. They ain't even talking this day. This is what they do. He said, on that seventh day, this is what I want you to do. He said, I want you to shout with a great shout. And the walls are going to fall down. When I looked at that shout, that was their worship. You know what I find that's amazing about this text? Is that they shouted before the walls never come down. You know what we do? Lord, bring the walls down. You bring Jericho down. 
I'll praise you. Right. Yeah, who doesn't want to know? We ought to rejoice in God before He ever brings our walls down. Right. Hey, Mike. God's already told them they're going to go through Jericho. You know what God was teaching them? I want you to praise your way through Jericho. I want you to walk your way through Jericho. I want you to wait on me. I want you to be patient on me. I want you on that seventh day. I want you to shout with a great shout. I want you to lift your voices unto God and watch the walls come tumbling down. Can I say, and they watched. The walls come tumbling. We'll find out these walls fall down flat. You know what happened? They're Jericho and they got up and went. Because yeah. they did what God told them to do. Can I say to you now, what's your Jericho? Bless me. Hear me, hear me well. Your Jericho, you're going to please God. It's got to go. It's not going to go on you doing what you feel like you should do. But it's you being obedient to God and doing what He has for you to do. Bless you. Oh, Donnie, brother, come to the piano tonight. I'm done. Everybody, not with this able stand. Brother Donnie's going to come to the piano. Trust that the Word of